today, moral outrage. I'm Tony Bach, and this is the Decompress Podcast. A colleague today was telling me about her anger and moral outrage over COVID. I feel helpless, she said, and furious. What do I do with that? It turns out that feeling moral outrage has a lot in common with the experience of disgust. Disgust, you know, which is that yuck that erupts out of you, um, is technically a, quote, feeling of revulsion elicited by something offensive. And that's usually something like rotten food, blood, gore, and it's an experience in the body. Think back to your last horror movie. Disgust in its most elemental form is physical. You don't reason about it, it just hits you. Like other strong emotions, these strong emotions are involuntary, they happen faster than our rational thinking, and they are unstoppable. Moral outrage is an emotional experience, it turns out, that in fMRI scanners shows activation of the same parts of the brain as physical revulsion and disgust. But moral disgust comes with an extra twist. The more we see that human intention was behind the morally angering event, the more that human intention caused it, the more disgusting we rate it. So what is distinctive about moral outrage and disgust is that our rational brains and our emotional brains are coming together to produce this feeling. What does that mean for us? You know, the point of this podcast is to help you power down. And what it means is that there is a pitfall in how we deal with our own moral outrage. The pitfall is to regard moral outrage as primarily cognitive, a problem that we must reason through, an obstruction we have to think our way into. But it turns out all that thinking can take us down the wrong path. Thinking the same thoughts over and over can easily turn into rumination. And when we don't have a clear way to act, that leads to anxiety. Then, if we get anxious and start to try to suppress the thoughts that are making us anxious, it actually takes more of our emotional bandwidth and eventually it exhausts us. I've been there. A better alternative is to start with the body. Approach your moral outrage as first an embodied emotion and shift your body's physiology so that then you can move on to shift your thinking. And this especially is important if you are a person who has been very successful using your rational brain, right? Like most clinicians. So today, bring to mind a moment of moral outrage. Pick um, a specific instance if you can. It turns out if you roll everything into one huge bundle, the, the outrage is harder to work with. Use a mild example. You know, later you can do the case from hell. But for now, learn with something less gigantic. You saw a wife dying without her husband at the bedside, for example. You know, there's a super ug factor there for me. The knowledge that one reason her husband can't be there is because we don't have enough PPE. Take three deep breaths, right? The body first. Inhale, 
one, and exhale, one, two, three. Inhale, one, I notice the outrage, and exhale, one, two, three. I can turn towards it. Inhale, one, notice it, exhale, one, two, three. You can turn towards it without solving it. Inhale, one, and exhale, one, two, three. And this time, as you inhale, one, note the feeling. And then as you exhale, one, two, three, label that feeling. It's anger, not my anger, not me. It's just anger. Inhale, note the feeling and exhale, label it, it's anger. Try this yourself for just a couple of breaths. Inhale, note the feeling, exhale, it's anger. Inhale, note the feeling, exhale, it's disgust. Inhale, note the feeling. Exhale, it's disappointment. See what that's like as you're walking home, driving home, and if you get swept back up in thinking, that's pretty normal. So just give yourself a break and shift your attention back to the emotion. Inhale, note the feeling. Exhale, it's anger. Now the next step is yet something else, super important. Inhale on one, it's anger. Exhale, I know this will come and go. Inhale, it's anger. Exhale, I know these emotions come and go. Inhale, it's anger. Exhale, it will come and go. You may well find that even in the process of inhaling and labeling and exhaling, that the emotion starts to feel different. But that's okay. You can hold on to the label for now because the point of this practice is for you to find a way to acknowledge and feel 
the anger or disgust without amplifying it, without creating more reactivity about it, without catastrophizing it. The disgust is there. You just don't have to let it rule your evening. You inhale and exhale. Now, this is not to say I, that I want you to forget the disgust. In fact, quite the opposite. I just don't want you to be stuck in it. What the evolutionary biologists say is that humans acquired and have retained the ability to feel disgust for a reason. Disgust motivates us to act. We spit out the rotten food, we bandage the bleeding, and when we feel the moral disgust, when the time is right, we can act. Your moral disgust is important, and the world needs for you to feel it. What emotional regulation skills do is allow you to register the disgust and not wear yourself out in rumination, anxiety, and worse. Then you renew yourself so that you will be ready to spot the moment of possibility, plan a decisive move, and act. That's for later, but for now, you need to power down and get some rest. So, inhale, I'm almost home, and exhale, I smile. Inhale, I calm my body and mind. Exhale, I smile. Inhale, I'm almost home. Exhale, I smile. This is Tony Bach for Decompress.